2: Motto of the show, let your Greek flag fly. Probably the
0: only good advice I'll ever give you is to rehide your whips and chains. Here are
1: your hosts,
2: Kathy Kane and Tommy.
0: Hey, welcome to Strictly Anonymous podcast, old co host Tommy. How are you?
2: Yes, the talent is back in the room. <laughs>
0: I just want you to know that I just got an email, like honestly, swear to God, from a guy who was like, I love your podcast. And then I guess he listened to a bunch of them and he was like, oh, by the way, I think you're much better by yourself than with your old co-host.
2: <laughs> Obviously a nobody listening to your podcast.
0: A nobody? Don't call him a nobody. I think everyone has a different um, different taste. I was devastated when I had to fire you from the podcast because I love the podcast with you, but I have to say I really like it without you as well. So there you go. But I
2: helped you out. I, I pushed you out on your own.
0: No, this is, yes, you did. And it was much easier for me to do it on my own. But I thought you were, I thought we were great together. I thought you were a great co-host. It was just too hard for schedule. There's a million reasons why it didn't work that are not personal. Yeah.
2: Okay. I have a, I have a job. You don't. I mean, hard thing.
0: Yeah. Know? Okay. Whatever. Um, there's, I said not personal, but you want to make it personal. That just shows. The uh, I'm difference. not going
2: to make anything personal. Okay. Be that's clean, the difference between
0: me and you. You take a jab at me. I'm being nothing but complimentary in the first two minutes. So um, I've been dying to get you on the show. Uh, I just yeah. want everyone to know, because everything's always on the up and up on the show, that Tommy literally made me write an email to him, like the most formal email, like legal email wrote like written to him to say that i will not air this podcast before he gives me written permission to do so because he's afraid i'm gonna fuck him over which is not gonna happen so this podcast will air when tommy when everything tommy is about to say is you know totally cool and even if his ex hears it it doesn't fucking matter because nothing can be done right
2: that's correct
0: and that's what this podcast is going to be about let's start off with your story i've been I've been teasing my listeners with how great your divorce story is. You know, everyone knew you were married. You talked a lot about your wife on this podcast. Um, Yeah. Right? You know, and you were. Yeah, all
2: positive things.
0: Uh, Yeah. And let me tell you, because everyone wound up knowing that I actually was like you were like my booty call guy for like a really long time. And I knew you and knew the real you for a very long time. And I have to say, as somebody that really knew you and knew you in your heyday and when you were a player scumbag and I knew you when you were married. And I will I am here to say 100 percent in all honesty. And I would tell the fucking truth that you really changed for this girl you got yourself clean you really were not cheating like you really had given up all your girls so much so that when you got divorced you were like hitting me up to like fuck you and i'm like i'm not interested and i'm like just call one of your other girls and you're like kathy i have nobody else because i'm like why me like i can't be the end all be all but it was really because you had none of your girls numbers anymore like you really gave that all up you went yeah i changed my
2: yeah i changed my whole lifestyle Listen, I'm not I wasn't like uh don't get don't get it wrong. I wasn't some like, you know, conniving
0: Yes you were. Guy. You were a one hundred percent cheater. Can I talk? Sure.
2: You know, let me let me say. Sure. So I mean I was, you know, a single guy in Manhattan and I was I was playing it. Tommy and, Tommy But then listen Tommy. Am I finishing?
0: Tommy, you Uh, never were faithful to any of your girlfriends. This was the first one you were faithful to. You never, you always cheated on all of your girlfriends, your full fledged girlfriends. You were not a single guy.
2: Mingling. So let me say, I met somebody who I was involved with, not involved with, involved with again. And you know, I made the choice that, uh, you know, I'm fully committed person. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I did. You—that's why and what I'm trying to family. say.
0: You can't take the compliment, and you can't be honest. But I'm going to tell you, Tommy. I, I. Knew you through lots of long term relationships. You were the type of guy that liked lots of ass and lots of variety, but you also are a very intense emotional guy and you really like relationships. Okay. You always were like, that was like the confliction with you because you always wanted to play, but you really liked, you really always needed that one person to have in your re- as a relationship. That's who you were. That's who you always yeah. were. But what happened in the past before you met this girl is you would, you were both, you would have that relationship because you needed it and you liked that kind of closeness, and you you wanted love in your life, but you also played around. But when you finally met this girl, because she knew that's how you were, she sort of demanded you to change, and you did. It, you were ready, obviously. Nobody forces you to do anything. I mean, I think that you finally grew up, and you, were, you had played around so much that you got a lot of it out of your system, and you were good to go. You were, like, going to be married. You're having a baby, and you really changed your whole life, and you really threw out everyone's number, and you weren't fucking around, and you were very faithful to this woman, and that was the first time in your life that you were. So don't say that you were yep. just single. In no, 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 right. no, 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 no. Yeah.
2: no. Yeah. You're 100% right, and I agree with yeah. you.
0: Yeah. And
2: for everyone to listen and hear, why did I get divorced? Let's, because she cheated on me.
0: Right, and that's the paradox. That's the that's the like, what do they call it, like Murphy's Law? Like, you know, like, that's the thing. It's like I so mean, hilarious Yeah. that you know, but here you were, the one always. It. okay, that's we're going to get into that, but the crazy thing is, is okay. you really were not cheating you had really turned your life around she was always on you about cheating that was a big reason why you know she was pissed off at you coming to my house to do the podcast like she was like mental with you with other women even though you had nothing going on right
2: nothing absolutely nothing right but she was still jealous Um, because
0: she knew of your past and and she couldn't trust you
2: at this at this state of the game i mean i could tell you like all right yeah i did have something going on or whatever because um, it probably would make me feel better about everything that went down. Right, exactly. That I did have a side piece or something totally. like that. You wouldn't but, be such a shock. But schmuck. I didn't.
0: No, I know and yeah, I'm here to uh, tell I would out you. I would out you because, I, you know, you're straight with me because we've always been friends even when we fucked. Like, we were always, yeah. like, straight up friends. I knew exactly what was going on because that's the kind of relationship we have. So I know if you were cheating on her, you would have told me because mm-hmm. you told me I knew that y- I knew – that you were in therapy. I knew that you really wanted to change. Like I said, you didn't do it for her, Tommy. I've known you a long time. You just no, really got I to the point where you wanted to be a better wanted, man.
2: And you wanted correct. to do the right I want, thing. Not, I, it's not about being... Uh, I, yeah, I wanted to do the right thing, but I wanted to, to get to the next, you know, the next stage in my life. Right, you and know do what it I mean? the right way. You I come wanted, from a divorced
0: family where your father... Fucked Correct. your mother's best friend behind her back. Okay. And yeah. so you didn't want that. You didn't want to be that guy. I think you really stepped up to the plate and you did the right thing. And um, I saw you go through that and I really respected that. And I was happy for you. I like when people change. I think that that's what life's all about. Why stay the same? You know what I mean? You drastically changed your life. You went from being a player cheater to be a, being a family man, married, faithful guy. And I love that leap of faith in you, that you could do it. And you did it. And so what happened is she cheated on you. And could you just tell the story from the beginning? Because it is really okay. good.
2: It is really good. And after hearing everything that Kathy said, and I said, you know, changing my life, like, you know, going faithful, which was actually quite relief. you know, you didn't have to live this lie. You didn't have to worry about who was calling you or anything like this. It was great. Mm-hmm. And you know, we have a child, and it just changed my life. Mm-hmm. So, um, Tommy's you a know, great they, dad. Were traveling, they were traveling uh, abroad. I'm not going to say exactly where she's from, mm-hmm. but they went to visit her family in uh, where she's from.
0: When you say that, and you mean her and your son, right?
2: Her and my son while I was starting up my new business, mm-hmm. um, and it was a cold winter. So, I figured, go there to where you're from, where it's warmer, and hang out with your cousins and enjoy it because they're going to be so busy starting up a new business. So, with that said, they were away for over a month, which, obviously, I paid for everything, you know? And I worked days a week, 24-7, to get my new business up and running.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: And when they came back, they were back for... Not even six days. And I said, you know, I haven't seen you guys on. Let's go on another trip. So we went down to the tropics so I could basically just veg my kid and, you know, and my wife and get reconnected and rest. Uh-huh. And we did. Lovely, awesome time, whatever. Right. So obviously so things then, were
0: going well in your relationship at this point, right?
2: I thought so. I thought that things were going great. Okay. You know, it wasn't like. Yeah, and with that said, there was no fighting, there was Mm -hmm. no, you know, it was really, it was really good, healthy is what I thought. Okay. So, um, you know, the only issue I had with her was um, that she was lazy, and with respect, because when you have a, you know, a very young child, and, you know, I'm working seven days a week, she's not working at all, and when I say not working at all, she's not working a job, but being a parent, is a lot of people, you know, a stay-at-home mom, it's, it's exhausting, but I have to pay for everything, so when I get home from work late, late at night, I don't want to have to get up at six o'clock in the morning to change a diaper and do all that. That's kind of her department, you know, mm-hmm. and that's where we were fighting. She wasn't doing that. She was being lazy and sleeping in and, oh, you get it. And just you know, and that was our only argument. So
0: uh-huh. And that's, so that's normal and par for the course, right? That's like normal that's relationship poor. shit. It wasn't yeah. like you guys were, like, not sort of right with each other and fighting about every little thing. Like, that's normal yeah, stuff, no I one, think, when you have a baby. No one
2: had any, nobody had any substance problems right. or gambling problems. Or anything. You weren't cheating so anyways, on her. <laughs> yeah. That's right. So, with that said, mm-hmm. um... You know, she pulled that not getting, wanting to get out of bed one morning, and it was it was my day off, and I had this one day off, and I said, "Come on, let me just sleep in an extra hour or two for my day off, and then we're all going to go out as a family, you know, spend mm-hmm. the day out, go to the yeah, gym, do whatever." And like she wouldn't get out of bed, she wouldn't get out of bed, so I ended up having to get out because I'm not going to let my kid cry. And when I got out, I looked back at her in the bed, and I was like, you know really pissed me off that I got to break my ass and you just sit here and do nothing. Mm-hmm. So I went in and she got all mad, got dressed first thing in the morning and left the house, went to one of her family members' apartments.
0: Okay. So you and guys were like in a little bit of a fight over something. A little whatever. bit of a tip right. there. Uh-huh. I was
2: just like, whatever, go chill out. So then I took my kid and I said, fuck it. I'm not going to ruin our day. Mm-hmm. So I just went on um, and did what I had planned. Mm-hmm. And went to the museum and went out to lunch. We had a real fun day. Then we came back and the two of us went to sleep. And, uh, you know, took an afternoon nap. We woke up and he was already home. She was, you know, just locked in the bedroom texting, you know, just...
0: No, but know, to go to the point, I know nothing. that in the middle of the night you okay. heard her come it's, in, this... right?
2: No, 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 no. Listen, so... We wake up, and I see her in there and whatever, and he, and my kid goes in and, you know, says hi and everything. So, me, just to show you what type of guy I am, I got up, I started cooking a pasta sauce, I started making tortellinis and a salad, I decanted a nice bottle of wine, and I put it all out for her, I, and our child, like, you know, I laid everything out, made it all nice, and I went in and I said, hey... You know, listen, bygones be bygones. I know we didn't get along this morning, but I made this a uh, nice, beautiful meal. Let's sit down and eat. And she talked. She snapped at me and says, I'm not hungry. I'm going out. Mm-hmm. So I was like, all right. So I'm she's still mad. So, right. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, someone goes so far beyond to say, hey, here's the olive branch, just forget about it. That's the type of person. Let's just not. Right, but know, the type of person or she it. is
0: is that she doesn't yeah. that doesn't matter to her. She's still she still wanted off. to
2: hold the grudge.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: So, going forward, my kid, my kid and I sat down and we had tortellinis, and she came in all dressed to the nines, like mm-hmm. I'm going out clothes, mm-hmm. and she kissed the child and went out the door and slammed the door at nine o'clock at, at eight thirty at night. Oh, okay. So we finished we finished dinner and washed him up. Put his PJs on. We you know we played and played. We had a long day, and then you know, uh, gave him his bottle, and then we went to sleep, both of us. So I said, you know what? You know, put him in his bed. I said, you know what? I'm so tired too. I'm just going to go to bed as well. You mm-hmm. know, good. So I climbed into bed, and then at around five ten in the morning. My, you know, keeps a cell phone in the bed. The phone starts ringing. I see it's her.
0: Good news. Strictly Anonymous Podcast is looking for people to call into the show. So if you lead an interesting, naughty, secret life that you want to talk about while remaining anonymous or not anonymous, if you're out and proud, that's cool, too. Send me an email. Strictlyanonymouspodcast at that's strictly Anonymous Podcast at gmail.com. That's strictlyanonymouspodcast The website and the email address will all be in the description.
2: Hey, what's up? All friggin' drunk. Hey, I, I, I can't find my keys. Can you open the door? I said, where are you? And, you know, we, there's the front door to get into the foyer. Then you got a key into the, from the foyer into the building and then up to the apartment. Mm-hmm. I said, Oh my God, are you outside? She goes, No, I'm in the in the foyer." I was like, Yeah, but how did you get in there? It's the same key to get into there. You know what I mean? Right,
0: of course. Uh-huh. And she's just with so you that
2: yeah. I i own I own a, a bar underneath where a live. underneath right. you a the whole you So the whole one So where Tommy one is where Tommy lives bar. And you
0: own the you whole the his you So on you Yeah, so... whole building. Yeah.
2: I'm like, all right. So maybe she was in here drinking with her friends, and she came up through, you know, the the bar entrance into that little foyer. Where, and I was like, all right. So I run down there, and I'm a little nervous, and that maybe someone's holding her. You know, you you live in New York, you 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 think things.
1: Uh-huh.
2: But I looked on the I looked on the camera, and she was there. Everything was good. So I opened the door. She comes in. She's got no shoes on mm-hmm. okay. Mm-hmm. Her pants are undone. her belt is over her shoulder, oh and she's God. got no jacket. She's holding her pocketbook. okay, and she's wasted. Uh-huh. and she runs up the stairs. How old's your wife again? How old was she? Uh, she she's 30, 29, 30? 30. okay yeah mm-hmm. um, so I uh, I'm like, this is fucking weird. So I mm-hmm. go up and she does a dive right into the couch and crashes out. So I'm like, all right, whatever. I threw a blanket on top of her. I'm like, let her sleep it off. Still didn't think of anything. Then I go to sleep, and, you know, lo and behold, my kid wakes up in two hours, you know? hmm So I grab him, then she, like, drunken stumbles to the bathroom. Then she climbs into the bed while we're out in the living room. And... You know, it's getting later and later and later and later, and now I have to really go to work. And I'm dressed, and like I got to go to work. She can't even lift her head off to bed. Mm-hmm. So, and I, I end up calling her mother to come over. I said, Look, "You got to come over and watch uh,
1: the you know, baby, the, yeah, the,
2: the kid." And because I got to go to work, and your daughter is like sick. <laughs> I said, All right, I'll be right over. <laughs> okay. So she comes over, and. Uh, I I walk out, and I go downstairs, and I said, you know what? Let me walk through the bar, the two floors of the bar. So I go onto the second floor, and I see her jacket and scarf on top of the bar. like, all right, maybe she came here with her friends, like I said before, and uh, had some drinks, and they stayed late after the bar closed. Mm -hmm. Then I go down the next stairway, which connects the two bar floors, and there's her shoes. A guy's undershirt, a guy's sock. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Right. So then I obviously go down into my office, and I have over thirty cameras in my establishment. You know, for liability and whatnot. She
1: knows this. What the
2: hell happened? (laughs) Yeah, for and I, um, I go into my office and I watch her come in. So you, you to decide bar. to look at the footage to see
0: what the fuck happened, right? So you're yeah. watching.
2: So I it. watched her enter the building 10 minutes before the bar closed at like 3.50 uh-huh. with some guy. Uh-huh. And they're at, you know, my establishment while my staff is like on the other side of the bar, you know, closing up. While they're like making out, he's like fingering her. And, and this is you, all you know, on while
0: you're sleeping upstairs with the camp. baby. On camera and you're Yeah, in your 20 bar.
2: feet away, yeah, from where I'm sleeping with my kid. And then, like, she goes down on him. And then the the guy, the staff comes back, and they're like, oh, well, this, you know, they knew something was fishy. And they're like, well, this guy's got to go. And she's like, no, 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 it's my friend from my country. And they were like, okay. She's like, just close the door, and you see her pull this guy. He was about to leave. Pull the guy into the hallway. Mm-hmm um where sh- where they know there is no camera and that's where I found all the clothing and then I see them come out from the top like 20 minutes later They after they go in cuz there's a camera at either entrance
1: uh-huh
2: so you see them go in and then 20 minutes later they come out and he just has his sweater on not his un- not his t-shirt you see him missing a sock you know what I mean, right? You know they and, fucked in, the in
0: that thing. hallway. You know they went there, fucked, Correct. and then came back, right?
2: So I had to witness all this. Unbelievable, so, of course. I mean, I to was, me, I remember
0: and, when you told me this story. I just could not fucking believe it because it's like the whole, like you're. It's literally like, first of all, there's so many parts of it that are so horrifying. First of all, she's doing it right beneath you. She's doing it in your business that you have established in front of your workers while you're upstairs taking care of your guy's baby like i mean every part of it is so wrong it's not even correct
2: funny. and she had just gotten back from trip with my kid to her country for a month
0: right where she met and this later guy. found out yeah
2: well you know but i you know i searched social media and whatever found out who he was friends with it was one of her girlfriends that he was friends with. And he's from a town that's like a half hour away from where she was mm-hmm. for most of the trip. And, you know, I I can't 100% prove that she met him there. But it's just oh, like... Come oh. on.
0: <laughs> okay, but just get to the point. So now you see this on film. Like, you see uh, this in front stomach.
2: of you. I mean, I mean anybody who sees something like that, you, you, you it's like... Your your legs get cut out from underneath you. Like, someone just punched you right in the gut. Um, Right, it's like nothing you could ever even
0: imagine, right? Because, I mean, did you ever think in your wildest fantasy, like, whatever would happen between you two, that she would actually cheat on you? Like, she was pretty, like, I mean, did you ever have to worry about that with her?
2: Never, never, ever, ever, ever. But then it all makes sense why she was so jealous of every and anything I did... Always looking through my phone. Um, so lo and behold, I took three weeks to, wait, almost I took a month to think about things.
0: Wait, wait, you did okay, wait a second, uh, I don't remember this. So wait, you see everything, okay. you know everything that she did, it's full disclosure right there in front of you. I mean you don't get better proof than that shit, right? I mean, how could she deny it? No, you don't and run I upstairs. DVDs. Okay, but you okay, but you don't run upstairs, upstairs and be like listen, what the listen, fuck? I'll it. Yeah.
2: I ran upstairs,
0: mm-hmm.
2: and with a, a a copy of the DVD, mm-hmm. and I was like, I opened the door, and I her mom was there, right. And I'm like, I'm like, y- your daughter needs to hire an attorney.
0: That's what you said to the mom.
2: I think she needs to hire an attorney. She, mom's like, why, 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 why? And I gave her the DVD, and she woke up real quick from her little hangover slumber. She's like, "What are you talking about?" And I said, "I can't believe you cheated on me in my own establishment, twenty feet away from me and our kid were sleeping." Right. He goes, "No, I don't know what you're talking about." I was like, "Listen, the camera doesn't lie. Here it is. You did it all on camera, and I think it all hit her, and you know her drunkenness, and it's all coming to light." And I think, you know, and the guilt of being, you know, when you're hung over, you automatically feel sensitive and guilty. Yeah. Uh, I walked out and I mean, I was in shock because here is my worst fear ever, um, especially with a child. Mm-hmm. I mean, if we didn't have a child, I think it would have been a hell of a lot easier for me because I could just say, fuck it, onward and upward. See you later. I'll go find somebody else.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: But the fact that we had a child, and I already had that in my head about, you know, doing all the things different that I felt when I was raised that, you know, I didn't want my kid to be in a in a divorce situation uh, with his parents. I wanted him to just kind of grow up to not have any...
0: You wanted him to have a better life than you had. You certainly didn't want to correct. put him through the, yeah, exactly I what I did you did. Exactly that's saying, why you changed but I didn't your want him life. To have a, yeah, that's, that's why, why I you stopped cheating because you didn't want to do that so, same thing.
2: I, I, what you would call it, I took about a month to really think things over about, could I get past this? Could I work through it with her? Um, you know, for the and everyone's like oh for the sake of your kid for the sake of your kid but then I'm sitting there and I'm like I'll do anything for my kid you know what I mean mm-hmm. but would it be fair to him to see me in a situation where now I'm constantly unhappy and let's let's say, let's rewind a little bit while all this was going on we were trying to have another child. Right. So, God for imagine if I if I didn't find out, okay, and God forbid she got pregnant from this guy. Oh, right,
0: and you had no idea, and you raised his baby. This would have been
2: this (laughs) would have been crazy. Yeah, crazy, crazy, crazy. And she's, you know, she's like, "Oh, let's talk, let's talk." The first thing I said to her. I said, I'm not speaking to you until after you come back from the doctor and then know that you don't have anything. You know what I mean? Right. I, I, I don't let even me ask like you this. touching our child.
0: Yeah, okay. Right, of course. So you wanted to make sure she was clean. You wanted to also make sure she wasn't pregnant. I mean, did she cop? Like, let me ask you this, because some people are so fucked up that even if you show them proof, like a picture of them fucking someone, else, they'll t- deny it. Was she still trying to deny she, it, or, she, or did she come clean?
2: She still tried to deny it until I gave her the DVD. And
0: when she, and right.
2: later on, like, you know, when weeks went by, and she didn't, you know... She's like, "Oh wow, that's some blowjob." It was like two seconds, and that—that's oh, the thing I had the biggest. That's kind of what made my mind up. I'm like, someone to say, "Wow, that's some blowjob." Was like two seconds. Like, it didn't matter if it his dick was in your mouth two seconds or two hours.
0: Right. It's, it's his dick was in your mouth.
2: That line. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Not only that. Um, I mean, I don't remember. I'm sorry, but I don't know what friend told you to try and stick it. At- stick with it and try to work it out but I always felt from day one when you told me that story I am sorry when someone is that disrespectful I mean she basically backed you into a corner that to me any real man would have no other choice than to leave the bitch because what man unless you're a dickless ballless desperate loser who would stay with a woman that blatantly blew a guy in front of his coworkers beneath him? You know what I mean. It would make well, you such a fucking loser. I'm sorry, and I know that it's never it's never right to sort of make big decisions just, coming but, from no, ego. No, 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 but no, no. It,
2: it would. I I see where you're coming from in regards to if it was just one on one. But I mean, you you don't have. I mean, you don't know this yet. But uh, you know, when a kid comes into play mm-hmm. you don't think like that right you know what i mean mm-hmm. you you would do anything
0: for your kid over yourself yourself for the
2: betterment of the child right so i uh that's why i entertained that
0: mm-hmm. you know
2: and it, you know fuck it you know uh, right the, but they the got, greater you, good you of my kid
0: yeah
2: um but i thought about it and thought about it and i said i couldn't get past it So I filed for divorce and uh, got served with papers papers. and this is the sick part. So while I filed for divorce, I still had to live with this girl in our one bedroom apartment with our kid for seven months. I slept on the couch.
0: I know. I don't know how you guys. No,
2: no, 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 no. Everybody would say. Oh, man, you got it crazy. You got to get out of there. But there's two things. Yeah. One, it can't give up. If I would have left my home, she would have a claim to it.
0: Right. And okay. So you had to stand I your ground.
2: And I couldn't do that. And I, it's part of my arrangement with my partner that I live there while maintaining the business and the building. Uh-huh. So I had a legal obligation to be there. Uh-huh. And two, you know, I have a new child, and it's my first and only kid, and I couldn't fathom not waking up and seeing him every day. Right. And now, and I slept on a couch, mm-hmm. you know, and I went to work seven days a week. I had to pay for everything. And I slept on a couch. And, like, I really went through a hard time there, um, and I was fucked up. I right. was really fucked up. Mentally, fucked up and you know everyone's like oh well you know, you know stupid people try to give you advice oh you gotta sure. you know you're the better per- I'm like dude that none of that shit works when your marriage is over you have a, a, a new you know a newborn and you leave it on a couch you just took every last dime you had in the world and threw it on the gambling table to open up a new business you broke You're, it was like what the fuck
0: right you hit your bottom was the, that was the worst was time at, of your life right mhm yeah
2: and um so yeah that was the uh, you know listen no one up could on, tell you
0: like any way to get the only way to get out of something like that is to go through it i mean you just had to be miserable for as long as you were and that's be exactly
2: you know i had cousins that were going that went through divorce and everything and that's what they say you just gotta go through it, just put your head down and just keep saying to you, This too shall pass. Exactly. However long it takes, it's yeah. gotta pass. You'll get over and it. Finally, yeah. after mm-hmm. seven months, when we went to court, the judge is like, Why are you still living there? That's to the girl. Yeah. Not to me.
0: Right, to her. And if uh-huh. he's
2: such a, you know, they they tried to come up with a. so anyway, I agreed. I bought her I, I rented her a nice place it was like oh why are you going to get her a nice place because my child couldn't be there you know what course, I mean of course of course so how I how I rationalized with the whole theory of having to come up with all this money I didn't have I had to borrow from family members I had to borrow from friends it was just a bad spot I mean I'm still in it but I'm but at least I have my apartment to myself um I I'm I how I thought it through and I said whether my kid is, you know, his age now or he's 18 or 19, I'm renting him a beautiful apartment in Manhattan with 24-hour child care, you know? Right. So... Are you looking at her a, as a child care? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, it's for a specific amount of time. It's not crazy long. Where you know, I was always married for two and a half years. Yeah, it was a very was quick thing. It wasn't... some. No, it this seemed very wasn't quick like to me. Some 10, 10 year marriage, you know? Right. What I mean? Where sometimes so you could understand after 10 years. Of, not that you could understand, yeah, but there's sometimes. I a lot of settlement stuff and everything, and I don't have any assets because everything was put into my business. So right. But just, don't you also think, spot.
0: quick question, don't you also think like. Um, also that's kind of one of the reasons why you like got out I mean I think sometimes you hear of couples that have been with each other for like 10 years and someone cheats and you kind of sometimes could understand it because when you're with someone for that long you really go through different things and you know relationships could hit like tough patches and maybe someone does the wrong thing and makes the wrong decision and has an affair but if they come cleaner they get caught and they want to stick together it's one thing but when you've been with someone for two years and they like fuck a guy on video in front of you like I mean isn't like oh you 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 should probably want to get out now, <laughs> you know it's not like t- yeah. I, doesn't that also well, no, play I into mean, it the I fact that you're only together did, for two years?
2: Yeah, but the journey just started. That's what I was upset about. The journey just started. I didn't want my kid to be an only child. Yeah. Um, I wanted to have a a, a, a as big a family as I could have, mm-hmm. and that, that was a big letdown.
0: I think that's really hard. Like I mean, listen. You know, I've I've been there. When I set out to do the baby thing, I set out to have a very different story. And there was a point in my story, and I'm not going to go into my story, but there was a point in my story where the rug was pulled from beneath me, and everything that I had set up and planned went out the fucking window without me having any clue that that was going to happen. And I had to completely readjust. And there's nothing more devastating than that. But I have to say, what I got out of it after I pulled myself together is that like, wow, it really makes you really feel in life that whatever comes your way, you could kind of handle it, right? Because when you've been that sort of fucked, right, and you could yeah. sort of get over it, there is a sense of like, wow, I could get over Anything, right? Because it really makes you realize that you are a survivor. And I think everyone has that in them. We all can survive anything. You know, we just have the the biggest fear is that we won't be able to. And that's what everyone sort of stops themselves from doing things and from committing to things because they believe when those things fail, they're not going to be able to deal with it. But you know what? You dealt with it. You had a marriage. Your biggest fear was. To have it all fail and to do what your father... And, and that happened to you. You had to face your biggest fear. But you're okay now. And I believe on some level, your son will be better for it probably because I don't think that your relationship would have lasted long term with her anyway. And I think that you're a better person for it. She will eventually be too. And, you know, it all. it all just... What can you do? You know what I'm saying? But you're like you could realize that you were at your lowest and you came through that and you have to feel a sense of like, wow, I'm like stronger than I thought I was, right? Because you dealt with the hardest thing that you could ever deal with. Does Do you have that um, feeling at all?
2: Or yeah. Like, I mean, I don't know how many more of these types of shit.
0: Well, I don't think they happen. Uh, I think know, they happen like once or twice in life. Yeah, and
2: deaths and, you know, it's like, I, I, you do need time to heal before the next big life event comes up, let me tell you. Yeah. Because it's it's been a lot on me. It, I've had a, a rough, you know, I had a really rough year and a really, you know, difficult two years. But, um, you know, and this whole, I, my whole year leading up to this divorce was was tough, you know. I lost my stepfather. Um, right, who was, was basically like life. your father.
0: Right, exactly. I mean, he Correct. was really your father. Okay. So it was like losing your father. I lost
2: him. Mm-hmm. Right right before the summer started, mm-hmm. all right? I just started construction on my new business, mm-hmm. which takes its toll on you. Um, at the end of August, I went to check on my best friend, who wasn't answering his phone, who lived a few blocks away, uh, to discover him murdered in his bathtub. Oh, my Okay. God.
0: I can't and even... How then, come I don't remember that?
2: That's then horrifying. Then I... Then... At the, a week after... Two weeks after Christmas, uh, a good friend of mine from college in my fraternity and I lived with him, uh, hung himself and I had to deal with that service and funeral and everything and then still doing my... Trying to get the business open and everything and the wife and kid being out of the country in a way and then... Two months after that, having my wife completely cheat on me,
0: right, and and not just that, what what that entails is that now your whole marriage is over. Like that's the that's the. Cra- it
2: was it was a very 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 tough year for me, and what if anything, like you said, you know, you can get through anything, whatever. If I learned anything about it, is what I could say is, I have I used to feel guilty when I went on vacation. I was one of those people when I finally did take a break, I felt guilty about it or whatever. And now when I take a vacation or a break, turn my phone off, I don't care. Like mm-hmm. if you can't take that time, you know, my health started going down. You know, I stacked on a lot of pounds, but now I'm, I'm pulling through it.
0: So do you think uh, that it taught you to take better care of yourself? I mean, why do you feel like you had that shift that now you feel okay to take that time? Step? Is it like, Did it make you sort of focus on how to take time, better care of yourself?
2: you need time to heal Mm -hmm. and everything kept every time something happened, Mm -hmm. it was like, I didn't have enough time to heal from the previous incidents. You know what I mean? Right, so it was all it stacking It was like everything up. was being like... Yeah, you can't push it under the... Like,
0: right, and most people, I think it's a good to hear the stories because that's what most people do. Because you know what, when you're older and you have a life and you're an adult, like, you almost feel like, what can you do? You can't crawl up under a ball, right, and just cry and give in to sh- the Fuck, shit that's I happening. You have to, to Right, but you have to take care of business. But there is that fine balance between sort of still taking care of your adult life and waking up and doing what you have to do, but also taking the time to heal and deal with the emotions that Come up when you ha- when you're faced with them, you know. Instead of sweeping well, them under the, the table, only thing like most I people could, do,
2: the only thing I can give is advice. If you're going through something and you have like a whole bunch of tragedies like happened to me in, in under a year, um, my new business saved my life. It was a lot of stress, but when I say it saved my life, means that I focused on that, and I it kept my mind occupied uh, uh, occupied um, <laughs> occupied sorry yeah. i yeah. kept my mind occupied that i could just focus on this it had nothing to do with anything else my other business my relationship other people in my life it was like i was alone doing this and i just wrapped that around me like a blanket Right, you still had a sense
0: just, of purpose and you, you follow that, but yeah. like, but you still like, that's a way of checking out. Like, I think everybody needs a little time as much as that you need time to heal. You also need time away from that pain. You can't just yeah. live in it 24 seven. So I think I it mean, was good that you had a the, distraction.
2: Yeah. I mean, cause people, there's people who, you know, will go uh, drink or fuck cookers or go, like a, go on the substances and, the right. stuff. and like I, I did, you know, I wrapped myself in that. But, you know, the, the problem is I put on, you know, I put on about like 30 pounds of weight. I have to
0: admit, I got a lot of drunk phone calls from you
2: <laughs> in not, that time. I You know, I put on 30 pounds of weight because I couldn't sleep. Right. I couldn't sleep. I couldn't sleep. I couldn't, I couldn't, you know, I just, I wanted to just. You know, medicate, not medicate myself, but I just want to wanted get away to from like, the feelings.
0: It doesn't feel good to feel bad. Yeah, it feels I terrible mean, and to what feel bad. To
2: do I would go and have dinner down in Chinatown by myself at three o'clock in the morning right. and just eat, 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 eat. And, and, uh,
0: and let know. me ask you this, Tommy, because I think it is really hard. I mean, like you hear always like it's a sort of like not a given, but it's very common and, un- and it's unfortunately common that men cheat and women get cheated on and like we all sort of have well, been there. But the, when a man... It's funny that
2: you say that. It's funny that you say through, that because yeah. with all the rules that are in...
0: Are you reading a text?
2: Is The biggest cheating scumbag, um, I would have been treated, this, I'm treated the same. What do you mean? Even though uh, with the divorce, all it is is formulas it doesn't matter who cheated or who did what or anything like that it is they don't it's a no fault state meaning no one can be at fault even right, though I get she it. Right. cheated he destroyed the family whatever no you know, but i'm talking about like your feelings
0: i'm talking about your ego i'm talking about how a man feels i think it's very most men don't oh, have to deal with that my brother was cheated on by his wife and i think there's a, like a little bit of an an embarrassing thing for a man when he goes through that more so than a woman you know on top of listen yeah. anyone's devastating when someone cheats right but a woman doesn't well there have definitely that,
2: is a there is definitely a macho aspect yeah, to it yeah the right um, i think so for but sure but i think
0: how does a man's ego do with that
2: i was so yeah i think i was so hurt you know just emotionally and I was so drained from all the other events. I didn't have anything left in me to have, have, like, rage Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I just, and that was, I guess, the benefits of having, you know, problems. I just, I, I didn't have that much, any more fight left in me.
0: Okay, but let and, me just say this, because this is what I believe, and you might disagree with me, and that's cool. But this is what I believe because I know you before you met this girl. I remember when you met her to date her. I remember when you got married. I know everything about everything. And I have to say, I do believe, and I said this from you from day one when you called me up and told me this horrific story. I was like, better her than you because. In a way, and I think it's because she was a lot younger than you, and she just the way she's sort of wired, she was kind of like a petty girl that was on your shit about everything. She was kind of a pain in the ass. She was one of those tit for tat kind of girls, like I did this, so now you have to do this. And it was like you guys didn't have like these huge incompatibility problems, but you did. You were aggravated a lot of the time because she was kind of annoying. And I do believe that eventually, 10 years from now, two years from now, Four years from now, you would have probably cheated on her because she was a fucking pain in the ass. And I do believe that if that ever happened, you would have been so much more fucked okay then if she cheated on you and i always felt like that was eventually going to happen i didn't think you were going to work out with this girl i really didn't cuz you were miserable she made you kind of miserable i would say i know that you had the picture in your head of like the relationship that you wanted and i believe that that's available to you and out there but i don't believe that the picture in your head was what you actually got in reality you know and what you had in reality was going to blow up anyway and i always felt like for you i was so happy That she was the one that sabotaged it because if it was vice versa, if you had done it, which could have eventually happened, she would have taken you to the fucking cleaners okay I know that you You know you would have been so much she more did, fucked she already
2: took me to the cleaner you would
0: have been more fucked if you were the one that did it I'm, all I have to say is that because she, her, your head was up high and her head was hanging low because she was the one that was busted you got out easier even though it was brutal you got out easier than if it happened the reverse which it would have happened you guys were destined to break up eventually because it kind of was one of those relationships that Wasn't really working. I think, I know you really well. And I think that you um, have a real respect for strong women and older women. People, women that have their own life that that aren't lazy. That maybe, you know, have their own careers and stuff. And sometimes it's hard for those women to meet guys. And I think that, you know, that kind of woman would probably be better suited for you. And you'd have a better relationship for that. This girl wasn't sort of that way. And you had a lot of issues with her. Annoying, ridiculous issues that you shouldn't be dealing with. At your age, when you have a kid, she was a lot younger than you, and she just acted that way. So I just think that it would have yeah. failed anyway. That's what I believe, and I um, always felt that way. So I mean, I've, it is,
2: it is, it, it is what it is. I mean, everything has changed now. Yeah. Um. Listen, I'm putting myself back out there. Um, uh, yeah. I, <laughs> okay. And I, me, I know you want to get. I know you want to get to the juice of it now. No, but because um, I was like,
0: okay, so after that all no, happened, listen, you started. Listen, 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 yeah.
2: Listen. So I'm back out there. Mm -hmm. and you know I've gone to a bunch of dinner dates with some people Um, I haven't screwed anybody
0: can we talk about Uh, though how nice I really am can we just talk about that private moment when you called me up begging for fucking sex and I was like Tommy I don't want to give you fish I want to teach you how to fish
2: I'm not going to fuck you. you. I want to get you about. back.
0: Okay. Don't you remember? Maybe you don't remember because you called me. Up. You tried to hit me up a lot after this happened for sex, for I companionship. Because, about. oh, okay. I, okay. Okay. I know what I'm talking about. Okay. So and I'm going to explain So it. anyway, you would hit me up a lot of the times you had kind of lost your game. Okay. And I was the only one in your phone. I, I talked about this in the beginning. You know, you had given up all your girls and shit and we stayed friends cause we weren't fooling around anymore for years. Way before you even met her, we didn't stop cause you got married. We hadn't been with each other for a very long time. Right. So I was the only bitch in your phone. Cause we were just like straight up friends and you were like hitting me up for sex. And I was like not interested cause I hadn't been, you know, been there, done that. We're past that a long time ago. So I was like, no thanks. And you just, I was like, you know, what happened to Tommy? The Tommy that was on this podcast a while ago that talked about all... The game that he had. I mean, you were the guy that fucked me when I was like, never ever would I ever fuck you. You got me in bed, and I always sort of gave you well, credit for I that. Was,
2: I had no game. It was like, I you was a... Uh, lo- you were a dickless man. All my superpowers. You were you dickless.
0: Know? You would call me up begging for sex, and there was nothing more unattractive about that, and I was just like, please, Tommy, like, I will... I want to help you get back out there and bang millions of bitches. Like, I want to help you get your game back. Like, me fucking you isn't gonna give you that. Big deal. Like, what you really need, I felt, was Like somebody to help you get back that sense of being that guy that you are, so you could fully be you again and go out there and you know, fuck a couple girls. And eventually, because I know you're a relationship guy, and I would hope that you meet a good girl that you have a better relationship with, and you could have that kind of thing that you have in your you know, the picture in your head, you know, that you could have that. But you need to get out there, you know, not fuck me, I'm like a waste of your time. So I just wanted to give myself credit for being so nice to you and saying to you that I would (laughs) help you go out and get other girls, tons of girls, so you could get back in the game and be who you are and get your dick back. And, you know, and now you are. And you told me the other day that you have like a new strategy with girls. And I don't know if it's going to work, but you say now you have like nine girls lined up and you don't hit up any of them or something like your strategy is like don't pursue. at Well, I
2: got to tell you, there is a. There is. I, I haven't slept with anybody. Okay. Um, which is crazy because a lot of people are like, dude, go out, you're free, blah blah blah. Or you know, I'm mentally not there yet, and I'm happy that I didn't hook up with you or anybody because uh-huh. I think it would have done more damage. Right. Um, no
0: and that's what I think seriously. I said to you if you were my friend and you wanted to go out drinking and you're an alcoholic I'm not going to drink with you but I'll you know what I mean and that's what I felt I knew that like having sex with you wasn't what you needed and I'm your friend and I care about you so you know yeah. I, I knew so you needed to tie like you needed I, to get healthier within yourself yeah. first well
2: I got I, you know I got after you know so March so in about three months it's going to be a year since this Mm-hmm. Incident happens, mm-hmm. you know,
1: mm-hmm.
2: and um, I, uh, you know, I just yes. Do I want to go out and you know start hitting it again, and or there's there's some girls I would love. Yeah, absolutely, I'm a fucking guy, human being, but the men, the uh, the mental part of it, uh, you're not a hundred percent there yet. Yeah, and then the other, the other thing is, where am I going to bring that? You know, there's was a oh, You bring them to your apartment. You're single now. There's no one there, but I don't see my apartment as like my single bachelor apartment.
0: Oh, because I all your still, baby stuff is there.
2: <laughs> my kid stuff is. Wait, you is know, that going to happen to me?
0: You know, I'm having a baby in like five days. My surrogate gives birth like this Sunday. So, is that going to happen to me? Like when I, because I over, keep thinking over like over time. I keep thinking, like, am I going to, like, want action, like, after? Or is, like, being a mom, like, the most unsexy thing? I don't know. Like, will oh, I want I, it, to be service-called? Or, like, all that baby stuff is going to make me not horny? Like, what are you saying?
2: It, it's not that. It's just, uh it, it's not, I don't know. It, it, it's the divorce, seeing everything. I feel like I'm, I don't feel like I'm cheating on my wife. I feel like I'm cheating on my kids.
0: Right. But maybe, Tommy, you know what? Maybe when, like I said, I really believe that when you hung your hat up with all those girls and being a player and everything that I don't believe it was for your girl. I think it was just where you were at in your life and you were working towards that, you know, and acting out so that you could get to that point for you in your own life. And that's where you changed, you know, when you made a, a, a sharp turn in your life. And I don't think you could go back to that. It might not be you may never be that other person. But I think that's great because i think the guy that's out fucking a million girls and having a double life and all that shit like i know that people think oh that's a normal guy but i don't really think so not when it's to the extreme that you were doing and other guys do it i think that that's somebody that's like kind of fucked up and is no different than the girl that's really promiscuous that's the problem acting with out
2: now is i'm much older do you have a story